I did this morning, amen, because I, I, I got to put this on my heart and I've been waiting to preach this. I want to preach on this morning on the snare of the fowler. The snare of the fowler. If you have your Bible, turn to the book of Psalms, chapter 91, Psalms 91, verse 3. Every time you're going to have revival, every time you're going to have a breakthrough, Every time your life is going to change and, or something tremendous is going to happen in your life or every time you're about to get something, uh, uh, some type of promotion in your, in your life or in your job or in your marriage, even your marriage transitioning for a breakthrough, you're, you're, you're coming out of, of, of the war and you're coming out of all this madness, you're faced with snares. You'll be faced with the fowler. And we're going to talk about that because the enemy does not want you to succeed. He doesn't want you to feel that you can do it and you can make it. He doesn't want you to feel that, that everything's going to be okay. He don't want you to believe in the unbelievable. Everybody with me so far? He, he, don't, he don't want you, amen, to, to have any hope. And so sometimes, a lot of times, if I can say that you'll get caught up in a trap. In a snare. And that's what, a tra- that's what it is. And I'm going to begin to break that down. Psalms 91, verse 3, says these words. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the risky pestilence or the dangers of the pestilence. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. This morning, God, for your presence that's in this house. We thank you for your people, Father God. Lord, that I hear this morning, hearing your word, Father God. Those that are on podcast, oh God, we thank you for them, oh God. Those that are hearing it, Father God, Lord Jesus, from around the world, we ask you, Lord, you would just touch them, God, and encourage them as you encourage our church and our people, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Amen. You know, Psalms 91, read, reread it. Oh, the fowler and their snares. Now listen carefully, I'm going to tell you. The fowler were professional bird catchers. Professional bird catchers. They captured birds by spreading a net. Now, I want, I want you to see this right now. Spreading a net on the ground and attaching it to a spring trap or a snare. They would lay it out, and, and I've, been, I've been watching, I like, I like to watch in, uh, all these uh, movies on the, or, t- or shows on the, on, on the Disney Channel, and they show how they do these traps and their little snares, and how they, they'll bend it over, and, and they'll put a little, a little rope on it and, a, and hold it down, and, and they'll put some food on it and, and some bait, and that's a trap, that's a snare. And the Bible's talking about traps. In the Psalms, he's talking about snares. This is King David. He's writing these psalms. He's writing these psalms out and letting us know, hey, you could be going great. Everything could be working out. Everything could be exciting. Everything could be amen, hunky-dory. And there be traps in your dreams. Traps in your walk with Christ. Traps in your marriage. Traps in your passion for Christ. Everybody with me so far? Now, the fowler would, this is the man, I'm going to talk about who he is too. The, the fowler would sprinkle some corn on the ground in the trap. So when the bird ate the corn, the trap would spring. And the net would fly over him and capture him. 
it would capture the little bird. And listen carefully. The fowler would now so the captured bird's eyes lid closed and keep it in a cage. He would capture the bird, so his eyelids close, okay, and keep it in a cage. This is what the fowler does. This is what the fowler does with the, with the, with the bird that he catches. Now listen carefully. The bird would then begin to cry and attract more birds. And when they came to investigate, they also would be captured. The fowlers made their income from capturing birds. So I want you to see this sight. I want you to see what's going on here. Here is the fowler. The fowler is a type of Satan. The snare is the devices that he uses. He lays out these devices, this fowler. But the thing that is scary is that he catches one first. He'll capture the husband or he'll capture the wife or he'll capture the children. He'll capture the son, the daughter, the father, and he'll get it and he'll blunt. I need to lay this down before I get preaching this morning. I'm going to teach you a little bit. And this fowler would sell the birds that he captured as pets, as sacrifices, also for food. For people to devour. So when you get caught in a snare, sometimes you become the devil's pet. When you get caught in that snare, you find yourself being devoured. Various passages throughout the Bible are linking, listen carefully, our soul to a bird. Links our soul to a bird. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Look at Psalms 127, verse 7. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. Now, Listen to what I'm going to tell you. The devil wants to capture your soul. The soul, church, is what the enemy's after. Everybody with me so far? The fowler wants us to stay trapped in the emotions of our lives. Say stuck. Some say stuck. Now, according to the Bible, again, I want, I want to set this tone right here. The fowler is the devil. And the devil wants to trap us in many ways. He uses corn. This is, where I'm, this is my trigger right here. He uses corn to make us come into the trap. That's his thing. He uses corn and uses small bait to, to get us into the trap. Now, Now, listen, here we go, here we go, here we go. What is the bait that the fowler is using on us? What is the bait that the enemy tries to use? What is the come of corn? What come of kind of corn do you like? Cheese, caramel, bubble gum, 
hot Cheeto type. Hello, somebody. He'll use these type of things, and this is this is the he lays up the trap and he lays it down, and you can't see it. You're walking, you're you're living life, you're going to church, you're you're married, you got you got you everything's going good, but there's traps laid out. And if you're not aware, and if you're not you're not, you're, you're not in your word, and you're not praying, and, and you're not seeking God, you're going to fall for these traps. And then you blame everybody else, but you'll never blame yourself. What kind of traps he laid out? What kind of corn is he using? Your job? Keep you busy? That you forget your spiritual life and neglect your spiritual, your spiritual health? Does he use the, the corn of your spouse? What do you mean the corn of my spouse? The problems that you guys are having in your house to keep us away from the things of God. You think... Marriages don't have problems. We just had our anniversary, uh, what was it, uh, the 24th. That was our 18-year anniversary. Come on, somebody. It hasn't been hunkadory, but it has been fantastic and great and mighty in the things of God. Come on, somebody. There's been corn laid out for her and corn laid out for me. There's been corn laid out, but, but, you know, because of the problem and struggles and because of the fear of God, we said, child, we're not falling for that trap. Come on, somebody, we're not going to fall for that trap. But the enemy likes to make us look at the problems in our marriage. He'll make, he'll make it look good. I mean, we'll do another one. Another type of popcorn he used is money. The corn of money. You, you need it. And because you need it, you don't tithe. And he's trapped you. And he's got you. Because the blessing is in the tithe. Oh, you don't hear me though. The blessing is in giving. Giving, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down. Malachi, give, don't rob God. And he opened up a window from heaven. Some of you haven't seen a window in a long time. You wonder why we have holes in our pockets. Move on to another corn. Yeah, I think you got that one already. The corn for all the youth. You have more time to mess around. You're too young. You're too young for God. It's going to be okay. Huh. Look at all these things that are happening. People take off right now and crash and die. Bam. And because their heart wasn't right with God, they were trapped in, uh, I have enough time. The enemy will lie to you, well, you're too young. You still got it. Or some of you think you're still teenagers. <laughs> you still think you got it. You're like, I don't know somebody. <laughs> you were young. You got all tagged down, thought you were all cool. Now you're older. Now her teachers are down here.
You have the Virgin Mary in your back, that one looks like the Llorona. <laughs> the enemy traps you and think you still have time. I still have time. I still have time. I have all the time in the world. It's a lie. I'm telling you, I just had a dream the other day, and I had a dream, man, and it, it just, I woke up just broken, crying last week, and, and uh, I went to a brother's house, and me and my, in the dream, I was in the dream, I was dreaming, and, and me and my wife, my family went to a brother's house and to tell him about Jesus, and, and we ministered to him and his family, and, and he, he had repented, and while he repented, I'm telling you, right, all you heard was an explosion, bam, bam, bam. And you just seen the, you hear the hordes, you heard everything. And I says, Jesus is coming back. I told him, and I was able to grab our family. And in that, that instance, it just felt to go, boom, and everybody disappeared. And I woke up, I told my wife, how was like, I told my wife, Jesus is, is closer than it ever has. His return is closer. But the trap is, Oh, they've been saying that since the 70s. They've been saying that since the 80s. And, 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 and we push away the rapture. And we push away Jesus coming back into a more optimistic preaching, a more self-motivation preaching that we lose a fear for God preaching. And Lord, we want to be moved. If we're not moved, then, oh, this is not the place for me. Another corn he uses is the thoughts of suicide. The thoughts of suicide. Listen carefully. He likes you and says, it's better if you just give yourself up. If you just kill yourself. Nobody's going to miss you. No one cares about you anyways. And he's attacking our youth right now, a generation, and they're suiciding, committing suicide because of all this bullying, all these things are happening. And they feel like they're nobody and they're nothing. We need to be, make our children feel like they're everything. Come on, somebody. They need to be felt like they're everything. Another one, and I'll be leaving with this corner because I've got a lot more stuff to get into. New generation now, he has the phone. The corn. You'll be on the phone for six hours and pray for a minute. Trap you right there, waste your time Amen. on Fleshbook and yeah. chit chat and Instagrammer, all that crazy stuff, photo flickers. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the names, but I know they're weird stuff. And instead of using it to glorify God, we glorify our flesh. It's a trap right there, catching you up with pornography. Catching you up, amen, and gossip. And now you're hooking up and talking to old girls that you've never seen before, your old girlfriends, old boyfriends. Now you're copping a snare, now affecting your marriage. Your children are seeing things. And let, you, you, popcorn, man. Popcorn. Trap. Everybody with me so far? Satan will attack you in order to stop a great work in your life. Come on, somebody. His purpose is to trap you and to keep you bondaged up. 
tied up to a tree, tied up. Mm. Church, he wants to blind you and blind us like that bird. When he captures that bird, first thing he does, he blinds it. Then he keeps it in a cage. You with me so far? The thing that I want you to see is the fowler, the devil, the enemy. He's like a roaring lion. Bible says he comes to you like an angel of light. These tra- I'm going to get into something about the traps right now, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. But I need you to see something here. That he wants to blind us and he wants to keep us in a cage. You know why? He wants to cause us to sell out and to give up. If he can trap you, come here, CJ. If he can trap you, literally, let's say, let's say this is here, trapped him right here. And they got him trapped. I got him caged up. Okay, I got him caged up. I got him caged up. I got him trapped. I got him caged up. And he thinks he's okay, but he's in a cage. He thinks he's all right, but he's blinded. And he's living his life just around. He can't even go too far. He just, that's, all, that's, how much, that's how much room he's got. And he's learned to live. He learned to live in that, denim, that, 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 that area, that realm. So guess what? He's living his life like that. He's, he's living his marriage like that. He's living it, and he, but he's trapped. And he's blinded. And he's learned to live in that cage. See, the enemy is trying to make you to learn to live trapped and in a cage. But I'm telling you, there is much more out there. Come on, there is much more for you. Much more for your marriage. Much more for your life. There's, someone said there's much more. Thank you, Neil. There's much more. There's much more. See, all of these attacks, we can't see coming. We can't, we can't really see them coming. We, can, we, we have somewhat type of, but we really can't see them. Now, listen to what I'm going to tell you. David writes, the, writes this in Psalms 140, 100, Psalms 140. Psalms 140, verse 5. I love what this says right here. It just... These two, these two next ones are just going to really, really intense right here. 140. When you have it, say amen. Verse 5 says this. You have hedged my, you have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand on us at the one. I mean the wrong, wrong one. Sorry about that, guys. Verse where you go. The proud have hid a snare for me and cords. Wow. Listen, 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 listen. The proud have hidden a snare for me. The trap that the devil or the wicked are setting for you is something you can't see. It says that that snare was what? Hidden. Someone say hidden. Look at Psalms 143, 142. And this is what I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about this right. 140, verse 142 Psalms. Verse 3, when my spirit was overwhelmed within me, man. You got to see when his enemy is laying traps, guys. Now, not only when, when, you're, when you're good and you're right on it and you're like, thank you, Jesus, I'm, I'm going good. And not only those, they're laid out for you, but also when you just, you're overwhelmed, man. Amen. Amen. 
Let me, let, me, let me break it down to our terms. When you're already pissed off. When you're angry and frustrated and mad at everybody. When you can't take it anymore and you're tired and you're like, you want to kill everybody. When you're like, not up to here, but up to here. You, you hear me? When my spirit... The, imagine how bad the flesh was already. <laughs> but he's talking about his spirit when his spirit was overwhelmed within me. Then you knew my path. You already knew the role that I take when I'm ready, pedoed. Listen carefully. Then you knew my path in the way in which I walk. He knew that this was the path that you were taking. Put that scripture up for me, please. He knew the path that you were taking. He knows the route that you take. And all of a sudden, he put something there on your route to make you flinch. To make you get caught up. To entrap you. He knows your route. And he placed it there. Because he knew the footsteps that you took. Let me read it because they took off on me. the Back there. When you knew my path. In the way which I walked. Now this, this, this is it right here. This is it. They have secretly. Set a snare for me. Wow. They it was. It's not just the devil. It's all his foot soldiers too. It was laid in what? In secret. My God. The snare secretly set a snare for me. If a bird. I'm gonna hear, this is what I'm going to say next. If a bird sees the fowler. Setting a trap. It will fly away. The, the guy, he's working, he's fixing it. I love the bird. He goes, the bird looks at him and says, Tapajo. Boom. Not going to fall for that. And he leaves. The way they catch ducks is they go and they set up dummy ducks out there. Dummy ducks out in the water. Then they set up other ducks that flap their wings that are fake to make it look like there's somebody there, like there's ducks there. And as soon as they get close by, bam! <laughs> they lie in wait. They lie hiding. Likewise, the devil wants to set a trap that you can't see. He does it all in secret away from your eyesight. The prophet Micah, now you got to catch this, church. The prophet Micah informs us these snares, these snares are. Listen carefully. Go to, go to me really quick if you can. To Micah chapter 2, verse 1. Micah's the many prophets, hallelujah. Chapter 2, verse 1. 
Now listen to what I'm going to tell you. A fowler, the trapper, will stay up all night scheming how to ensnare the innocent. He's up setting all of these traps up all through the whole forest. I see it all the time. I'm watching it on TV, and they're up, and they're setting them up from one point all the way to the other end. And you imagine the enemy, how he's setting you up? We have to understand that we are against the enemy. We are against the devil. Come on, we are against the fowler. We are against him and his devices. And he's trying to entrap us. And he's trying to get us caught up. And he's trying to tie us up to make us forget who we are in Christ. Who we are, amen, in the Lord. How powerful you are. How great you are. How mighty you are. That you don't have to fall for those traps. Micah 2, 1 says this, Woe to him that devices iniquity and walk evil upon their beds. When the morning is lit, they what? They what? They practice it because it is in the power of their hands. Now listen. Wow, I just... Woe to those who devices, man. This is the one that hit me. At morning light, they what? Practice it. The enemy is practicing and setting stuff up. He knows where you walk at. He knows the path that you take. He knows the corn that you like. But unfortunately, many believers fall into that trap. Well, I'm, I'm stronger than that. I'm better than that. I, that's not that ain't me. I'm not like that. Has anybody ever said that? All of a sudden, she, a pair of legs come out and you're gone. All of a sudden, a guy is right there, looks at you and he goes, and you're like, oh, you smell like butter. Then another one weeks at you, you're like, in. or they poke you on Facebook, boop. <laughs> Think, I don't know, I know, I know, I know. All we have to do, church, and know is that God is on our side. Come on, somebody. This is the key thing I want you to see this morning. He's not mad at us for falling into the trap. Okay? He's not mad at us. He's not even against us when we fall into the trap. The devil wants us to feel guilty and not turn to the only one who could help us out. Come on, somebody. He'll entrap you. Make you feel like no one loves you, no one cares, and make you feel all ashamed and make you feel guilty to keep you right there. And God's saying, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. But get up. Come on, somebody. Now, now listen to what I'm going to say. God has given us. A way out. 
The Bible says he has made an escape for us. Come on, somebody. He has made an escape for us. Now, now this is what I want you to see. Psalms 124. This is it right here. Maybe you're in a trap right now. Maybe you're, 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 you're been checking that corn out. You've been looking at it and you're like, wow, hello, somebody. You've been walking around it. Maybe you, 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 you've been, you know, you know, you know yourself. Maybe you tasted it. Maybe you're caught up in it. Maybe you're right there and trying to break loose of it. Now, listen to what I'm going to tell you. Psalms, 100, Psalms 124. Man, I love this scripture. 124. Everybody there so far? 124 verse 6. I got it written down, but I, I, I want to I read it and see my Bible real quick. It says these words. Did I say, did I say 126? 124, good, 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 good. That's why I wanted to go to my Bible. There you go. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. He says, yeah, you might be trapped, but I'm not giving you up. I'm not giving up on you. I'm not going to let their teeth devour you. I'm not going to let yourself, amen, get all chewed up and spit out. The Bible says that he, that he, that he, who's not giving us as prey. He says that you're not bait. You're not bait. You're not food. We might have been a fool, but we're not food. Man, there's something foolish, but we're not food. He goes, our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken. My God, he said the snare is broken. He says you might have got caught in it, but I'm telling you that I'm letting you know that the snare is broken. It is broken off your life. It is broken off your family. It is broken off your children. It is broken off your finances. It is broken off your soul. He says it is broken. You need to just get up, stop crying, shake it off. Stop licking your wounds. Well, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Shut up. Get up. The snare is broken. You're no longer in a bondage area. Come on, somebody. You're no longer tied down. That's the key, church. The snare is broken. And we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Wow. Come on, somebody. The help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. He's saying, God, man, he says, telling us literally, guys, the help is in the name of the Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. There is power in the name of Jesus. You need to tell your trap, amen, trap. 
in the name of Jesus, I am set free. Trap. The Bible says that it has been broken. Depression, it has been broken. Suicide, it has been broken. I'm talking to you, addictions, it has been broken. A foul spirit, it has been broken. Why? Because the Bible says that the creator of heaven and earth in his name. Church, God always makes a way of escape. See, but it's up to us to want it. See, God always make a way out. But it's up to us to want it. He always make a way. He always lay out a different path. But you know what I found out over the years? Our stubbornness doesn't want to. How is it that when you're trapped and all hell's breaking loose, that you always want to go isolate yourself? Why is that? Because he knows he'll still keep you trapped. But if you say, okay, I say to that trap, it's broken. In Jesus' name. Someone say, it's broken. Someone say, it's broken. Come on, I want you to stand with me this morning, church. Stand with me this morning. Hallelujah. Our help. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. He's telling us, not only is your help in the time that you're going through stuff in his name, but he's telling us what P.S., our God created heaven and earth. <laughs> He's living a PS for you just in case. Just in case you don't get it, guys. He says, I created heaven and earth. I'm the great I am. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning, the end. Come on, somebody. He's telling us. That he's bigger than that trap. He's bigger than the traps. He's bigger than the lies. He's bigger than the devices of the enemy. And because he's bigger, you're bigger than it. You're bigger than it. You don't have to stay stuck no more. You don't have to stay stuck in your marriage. You don't have to stay stuck, amen, in your spiritual life. You don't have to stay stuck in your sin. You don't have to stay stuck in what you've been through. You don't have to be there no more. It's time that God's people realize that things happen and God is there to pick us up. His grace is sufficient. His mercy is wonderful. He's saying, get up now and let's go forward. Let's do this. Come on, somebody, let's do this. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I've never accepted Jesus Christ in my heart. I've never accepted my Lord and Savior in my heart. And you've been talking about these traps. You've been talking about all these things. Today, I, I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I, I want to give my life over to Christ. If that's you this morning, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. So I want to give my life to the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. And maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I, 
I, I, I've, I've backslidden. I'm falling away. But I need to get things right. Uh, today, I want to get right with God. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. Maybe here this morning, say, Pastor, man, uh, the enemy has laid some traps out. Uh, I've, I've got caught in a couple of them. <laughs> I've escaped a couple of them. Damages have been done. But I know today that you said that the creator of heaven and earth, our God, and in his name, that we can escape all that and that his mercy and grace is sufficient. I need him this morning. I need him this morning. If that's you this morning, God spoke to you, lifted up your hand and God ministered to you. I want you to come right now. I want you to come now, 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 now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is your time. This is your time. He's saying the snare is broken. But it's up to you to walk out of that snare, to walk out of that trap. The snares are broken. The lies are broken. The addictions are broken. Sickness are broken. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. He had a la mama Ia la 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 la